everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Gab with Gwen. This is your girl, Gwen. Today is Saturday, March 14th, and we're coming at you, and we, me and me, because again, this is a solo episode, uh, come at you with episode 38 of the podcast. So welcome back. I know it has been real uh, the last week since I posted in the world with the news and Corona and look, see, Gwen be, you know, Gwen, Gwen be seeing stuff, see? And as everyone knows who knows me personally, Gwen be knowing, and we say it all the time, Gwen be knowing. And I told y'all last week, I was like, mm, I had my own personal Corona thing going on. And look, all y'all got it now. So like, first of all, I don't, if you can hear, I sound like I'm still healthy. It's cool. And I've been chilling at home, but I don't have a problem with that. So a lot of people, you know, it's hard for them. Like I personally work from home, you know, a couple days a week normally. So this was like, okay, all right, we're doing more. And that's it, you know? And then in terms of personal stuff, like, you know, yeah, there are things that are supposed to do outside with friends and say, wait, Slim couldn't come over last week or, you know, look, you adjust. I'm not a person who needs to be around a lot of people, which causes the question, like, people always thought of me as an extrovert, so I, I guess, you know, people would think that if someone's an extrovert, you are probably dying if you're home or you're at home, da-da-da, but I'm not a person, like, I don't even know what cabin fever is, like, y'all talk about cabin fever, I don't even know what it is, I, I'm always busy, I always have something to do, so it's a non-issue for me. Um, and listen, with Twitter and social media and texting and video chat, like, I'm missing y'all. Like, I see y'all who I need to see and talk to without problems. You know what I mean? So um, I think people just need to adjust and then, you know, you can get back in person. Now, there are real things that, you know, events like weddings and things like that, which, uh, you know, do require people <laughs> to be together. Um, but look, you people are going to have to adjust. And if not, like, don't adjust. And, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, I said it last week and I'll say it again. People should not be panicking. Um, like, like I said, if you got it, you got it. <laughs> if you're infected, you're infected. And you need to take the precautions to keep your ass home, which you've seen already. And wash your hands and do what you need to do. Um, and, and that's basically it. You know, who I feel for are people who don't have the luxury of being able to work from home and have to go to work or like really super affected by this, you know, lack the, the changes in behavior because of this around the world, right? So I've seen an airline that a new Norwegian airline had laid off 50% of its late of its workforce as soon as Trump announced the the travel ban to Europe. So that is just a precursor of things to come. And I'm not, that's not gloom and doom. I'm trying to, you know, I, I, I said it last week, the economic things, but for me, what is like the glaringly, obviously the, the glaring, obvious issue that's going to come up is going to be a worldwide, pretty severe economic downturn because people are not doing what they normally would do. And that's what the economy, like the stock market, all the stuff that's going up and down. First of all, if you're a relatively young person, like if you're not an older person who is like living off of your 401k or something, um, if you're a relatively young person who doesn't need to like touch that stuff in the next 10 years, uh, like don't even look at it. Just keep it pushing and, and keep it moving. Like anything, your investments, because there's nothing you can move that's going to 
hedge your bets, really. You know, I mean, it's really not. I mean, I mean, unless you have like very risky things, but it's really not because all industries are affected and are affected and impacted. And the thing about the economy and things like, especially the stock market, it's really based on consumer confidence, right? So are people confident in these companies and the performance? And and this day and age, in this point in time, it's difficult to be confident in anything because if, you know, airlines are drastically affected, same cruise I told y'all not to go on, and I hope y'all not going on y'all Corona cruises, okay? But those are going to be drastically impacted. The NBA is not playing, um, you know, they're, it's shut down or whatever. Um, you know, the arenas are closed. Um, South by Southwest, we talked about Coachella, all of these things. If you think of everything, every industry that's impacted, like the hotels, the um, the, the small vendors who are selling food, people selling shirts, you know, South by Southwest, they, they immediately basically laid off a lot of people. This is what we're going to be seeing for the next few months until we can really right-size the coronavirus, like get it under control because people really need to be out and about living their daily lives for the economy and the world to operate how it has been. And we're, we're really going to see those impacts. And so when you see it initially now where, like I said, that Norwegian airline cut half of their workforce or, or laid it off, to me, that just shows that it's not a very diversified industry, right? So um, just by default, obviously, a lot of their flights must have been coming to the U.S. So getting a travel ban for 30 days, they're not going to be able to manage their cash flow. And that's that. So if they don't have working capital, then they have to do that. So look, do I need all little stuff, you guys? So all that to say that it, to me, like, yes, I want to stay protected. You know, I went to Whole Foods yesterday. I went at 8 o'clock in the morning. I went at 8.15. It opens at 8 o'clock. When I tell you, it was so packed and it was so uncomfortable. And I was like, wait, I thought we were supposed to be socially distancing, but I cannot socially distance because all y'all up on my ass because we in here like sardines. Oh my God. I fucking hated it. I was so disgusted. I couldn't wait to get out. There was like barely anything left. Um, I, I did get, I needed paper towels. I didn't need toilet paper. Like all you people who are suddenly need toilet paper. It's strange. Um, that, you know, I need paper towels. Cause again, like I said last week, I think that's the most sanitary way to dry your hands after you wash them because the problem we have with hand washing which no one's saying is if you wash your hands for the 20 seconds and sing you know back that ass up in the background um then if you wash your hands and you do that but then you put your dry your hands on a dirty ass towel uh then like that defeats the purpose so although i know it's not good for the environment i do believe that paper towels are the best uh for drying your hands and this is something my mother has instilled in me for many years and so yeah, I, you know, I need paper towels. So anyway, all of that to say is that I went to to Whole Foods and I was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God, people up on top of me. It's so disgusting. And, you know, I got the little few things I could get and shit, that's it. And then the other thing is, and I know I'm sounding very bougie, but I'm just saying it's the closest supermarket to me. So that's where I go to Whole Foods. And I also, I do live in New York and I order from Fresh Direct and to me, it's like a little bit more convenient because I don't have to like go out and it just comes to my door, but they push my delivery date out. And when I check the order, like half the shit I ordered is, is now grayed out. I was so annoyed. I was like, you know what, y'all, I really do about it. So look, 
a few industries will do better. Uh, look, like obviously anyone who is in the hand sanitizer, the soap, the paper industry, um, the groceries, they're going to be doing okay during this time. They'll be surging, but a lot of others are not. Now, the conspiracy theories online are so trash. And I, I, I really do think social media and the internet are great tools, but it's also an equalizer. And it really shows me how dumb people are. Like, yeah, the majority of y'all like, is so fucking stupid. And, you know, they're like, this is a, this is a, a plot by the government to control us, to keep us to stay home. In certain industries, they want to have money and, you know, they benefiting. Into the, so you're telling me that what the supermarket industry, not, that's not supermarkets. Now look, that's CPG, right? So those are kind of consumer products and goods. So maybe some foods, you know, that has toilet paper, hands up. Those, those are not like high profit industries, okay? So if you think these are, I'm not saying they're not powerful, right? They're big, but these are not like some big old big dogs, high profit, who are going to really control the state of the world where we're going to, you know, stop, you know, the other stuff I mentioned earlier makes a lot more money. So now, nah, fam, that's not any like, Ooh, boogeyman, white man in the sky, or like the wizard in Oz who's controlling everyone like marionettes and puppets. Like, I need people to get better at critical thinking is so key. And the problem is I get older and older. I'm like, oh my God, people are so dumb. And so I really need you guys to educate your children. And I also feel like the right people don't have children like myself. <laughs> Like, I have to be honest, like, there are, you know, so few. And listen, I know a lot of people who are great, they have their children and do well by them. But a lot of it, you guys are young and dumb, um, old and dumb to people who, you know, the only reason you had children is because you got knocked up by the wrong motherfucker. Someone busted a nut and that was it. And now you stuck. That motherfucker's gone. And you had no sense. And you're just breeding the dumbest people in this world. And it's, so sad. And then the people who take a little bit more thought about, hmm, let me think about my partner and the kind of life on the program. We're the minority. We really are. We really are. And then, you know, you have your own little precious child that you waited for your partner to have or blah, blah, blah. And then they have to be surrounded by a bunch of fucking dumb asses. And it is, you know, listen, the fate of the world to me is like, damn, people are so dumb. And Hence, that's why we have this dumbass president too. Just it's been going on like the the, the dumb, the ignorant, the ignorance, the right word. Actually, um, dumb is an ableist term, so I shouldn't be using it. I got corrected by someone, and she's right. So dumb is an ableist term, and I need to be careful because that actually is offensive to people with disabilities because of the original meaning. So I shouldn't be saying that. And also, crazy is an ableist term. So I need let me correct my language ignorant like people are super ignorant and it is crazy to me uh oh shit, i just said crazy ableist term okay it's hard for me to stop using the word crazy but you know it's very ignorant to me and it's very wild because you know this is not some global conspiracy people are actually sick look at italy they took the same approach we are taking and like oh it's just a flu it's not just a flu all right. The flu kills more people. Motherfucker flu been around. This shit just came up a couple months ago. Like, oh, coronavirus has been around. No, it has not. 
All right. This is called a novel coronavirus. There are multiple types of coronaviruses. All right. But this particular strain, there's a couple of strains of this COVID-19 is new. All right. That's why they don't know much about it. And it's very big news that yesterday people in Canada were able to isolate it. That, you know, they don't know it. So it's new. So don't get caught up in some conspiracy shit because it's a fact. Tom Hanks got the damn Corona. He got the Rona. All right. So you guys don't be stupid. Like just take precautions. And, you know, I don't want to talk about that piece anymore. If you're not smart enough to isolate yourself or not go on a plane when you know you're waiting for your test like that motherfucker from JetBlue. Like, yeah, this is the problem. I just said everybody is ignorant. Just so ignorant. Do the right thing in that respect. And we have internet and shit and keep yourself entertained. Go for walks outside. You can do stuff outside. You, you know, you just need to be cautious about groups of people. But the thing I really, the, the economy piece though has me really thinking because I said, look, this is going to hit everybody's PL. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. These PLs about to be wild. I don't know. Like, I know there are government contingencies in other countries. Maybe this will work. I don't even know. I can't even say. It doesn't matter whether or not if you have a little bit more of a social safety net, just from a business perspective. And, you know, people are employed by businesses. And it's 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 going to be hard because it is such a change. And people, businesses, and even people's finances are, are really driven by a certain level of consistency. So... I don't know. Like this is to me way worse than the 2008, way worse than 9-11 in terms, in terms of like the breadth of the impact and especially economically. And, and actually I think I read an article, the airline said, yeah, this is way worse than, than 9-11, like the, the, what they're seeing. So that to me just translates into like a severe recession, depression, and again, not being an alarmist, but yo, Gwen be knowing, Gwen be seeing, and it's just really having foresight and putting two and two together. So then I start to think, okay, well, look, this is a time where the side hustle's got to be meaningful. Now, look, this little podcast ain't no side hustle because I ain't got no money. Um, but do I, what do I need to do to consider how to make it more palatable, things like that? And I don't know, I think this is more of a creative thing. I actually have different ideas for things that I, I do think I could put out to be in more of that vein and not that you do things only for profit, but things that you are, you enjoy. But this one is just a little bit all over the place, which is just me, my natural self. But, you know, I think something more geared, targeted, focused, I could really try to work on that. And then the second piece of whatever side hustle you're considering is in light of the behavioral changes where there, there is going to be limited in-person contact. Yeah, I don't know how long. I know it's more than two weeks. I know everyone's like, oh, we're closing schools for two weeks or whatever. It'll be more than two weeks, okay? It's only more than two weeks because the testing hasn't been up to par yet in the state. So once we get the testing capabilities up, we'll have a better idea. But really thinking about, and I've always said this, like we, we I think the signs have been here for years, but this is just Corona just forcing a lot of things that have been in the works for over 20 years. So we've seen the shift from brick and mortar stores. Like, listen, any town in America, you go through strip malls, half the strip malls are empty, right? And and half the strip malls are empty with, you know, for rent signs because of online businesses, right? What is, it, it's been, you know, you have two things. Consolidation of different things, big box stores kicking out mom and pops, right? So the Walmarts, the Targets, the whatever else, you know, the BJs, which is, you know, all that stuff, Costco, 
pushing out the mom and pop stores and then just the way it is just through online commerce they're just not able to survive because you have this overhead of rent and you don't have the 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 profit coming in the revenue coming in and the profit and the revenue coming in to support being brick and mortar so you know this is where you know the internet has made it easier to have your business and instead of that foot traffic that's going locally you can you know your business has open to the world so even if you're a bakery there's mad like i was oh god i was thinking about keto but keto i don't know i don't want to talk about this it makes me uncomfortable the thought of like eating very limited vegetables it's very weird and eating a lot of meat it's very weird to me um and i know it works but i just mm, something about it just makes me think of cancer which is terrible to say but um all I have to say is that I've been looking. There are people like, oh, there's keto bakeries, there's online bakeries. So, so people are in their houses or whatever they're doing, and they're shipping stuff throughout the world, which is like you have such a bigger consumer base and you can generate more revenue, obviously, right, um, through that. So it, it, it's very interesting, like, you know, just really thinking about your business model and how do you get, take advantage of this opportunity, especially in economic downturn. I mean, look, the other thing about economic downturn, I'm telling you, oh, start your side hustle. But then it's going to come to a point where people are not spending either because people are not going to have money to spend because people will be losing their jobs. So it, it's a little bit, it's going to be so interesting to honestly, it's the next six to nine to 12 months to see like the fallout from this and how is a society we work through it because we've been through challenging times, but it hasn't been, I feel like all together in the world. Like even when it's a global economic downturn, like, you know, certain places more affected than others, certain classes are more impacted than others, but because it's a, it's a health issue. Um, it, it's actually becoming an interesting equalizer of sorts. So, you know, I, you know, this is Gwen's economic report. Look at that, Gwen's economy report. So, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, companies are going to be in a hard place of having to do workforce reductions at some point, because if you just don't have the revenue and the profits to support your business and the working capital, and um, that's just how it is. I mean, my only solution, you know, that I could see is that, well, if, if people want to be different, these CEOs who are making so much more than the average worker might be like, okay, uh, out of goodness of my heart, um, let me take a pay cut, all right? Because that's the difference too in a lot of this. Now, I'm not talking about your, you know, small companies, things like that. that. That might not be the situation. But a lot of these larger Fortune 500, 100, Fortune 50 companies, the CEOs and the executives are making so much substantially more uh, than anyone else. And their pay is tied to the performance of the company. And they have to, you know, depending on what they're, depending on, on the performance of the stock and things like that. But if you look over the last 50, 60 years, CEO executive compensation has like skyrocketed. So how much a CEO used to make, uh, you know, 60 years ago and, you know, in comparison to a regular employee was much less. So, I mean, I am proposing that as a solution. Like, okay, like if you bout it, bout it, and you really are trying to show that you are of the people, you know, for your organization of the people, then you should take a huge pay cut when it comes to time around because these layoffs, you're still there, but the person making 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 is there and you're getting, you're getting the cut, but you're making millions of dollars. And like, I honestly think like after a certain amount of millions, like 
yo, does it matter? Is it like a Chris Rock joke? Like, look, if I get divorced, you know, I make $40,000. That's different than making, you know, 40 million. If she gets half, it's very different. So I do, I do think that like when you're extremely wealthy on that 1%, like, damn, this might be the time where you look back and look, I'm not like a Bernie person, but I, I'm just saying like, come on, like Jeff Bezos, sir, are you really going to lay off mad people? I'm not saying Amazon is, but I mean, like you have so much money, like Scrooge McDuck that you could swim through that like you can take a little bit of a cut and, and keep some people's jobs. But you know, that's not the nature of business, but you people should think differently. Think So you got, Oh God, I'm, I'm going to a whole different turn out that I'm thinking. So when I hear honestly, like Andrew Yang talking about a thousand dollars and Bernie talking about whatever he does, like y'all are talking about nigga pennies. Okay. And let me say that slowly for the people in the back, nigga pennies. Okay. And yes, I use the N word and I know you guys have problems with that, but I don't. And that means that that is nominal money. Like it's, it's bullshit, throwaway money, petty money, petty cash. It's nothing. It's nothing. So these are not real solutions. This is like bullshit. This is not even a bandaid. Like this is when you don't have a bandaid and you take a piece of tissue paper and you put a piece of tape over it. It's not even a bandaid. So this is not real. Like those aren't real solutions. This is all bullshit. So when you heard like, oh, the government, nah, 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 nah. Let's talk about people who got real money, all right? And how they really operate. And that's what you need to see. So actually what you need to look at, right? Besides to wash your hands and staying woke, is see how the real wealthy are really responding and operating in this whole thing. And I know people, and I'm not defending, I'm not about to defend the Cheeto, but I'm saying it. I know at one point people are like, damn, he's trying to tell Wall Street that the economy's fine, everything's fine, and not to worry. And people felt that that was insensitive to what was happening with people's health. But I understood the logic behind it because those are the people who control things, okay? So he he did need to try to quell their fears. Now, is he smart enough? Does he have the evidence, the backing to do that? No, he couldn't. He You want people to trust me? I know, like, no one trusts you with your bad spray tan, like, that you don't even take the goggles off around your eyes. Like, no, no one trusts you. So you could not give them any solace or any peace of mind about that things are under control. So no. However, when the people who dictate like how things really work in the 1%, that's who it is, right? It's not going to be the government splitting all our taxes and shit. That's not what it is, you know, because those big companies are barely paying any taxes, right? You pay more taxes than the damn companies. And, and the people in the 1% who are, you know, you know, millionaires and above, so stay woke. That's what I'm saying. Like this took a different direction than I thought, but stay woke. You, you got to look um, across up and wide and be able to sift through the bullshit that you see on social media and the news because people are pushing their own agendas. But, you know, common sense is not that common. But Gwen got tons of common sense. So just, you know, really keep your eyes open and then I don't know. I'm thinking about it. How can you generate multiple streams of income? That makes sense. But then at the same token, you have to understand that, look, people aren't going to be spending like that because it's going to come to that point. Like, okay, everyone's stocking up on food and shit like that. But when there's that constriction in the economy and you start to see, uh, you know, budget cuts, all this stuff, then it's going to have an impact and people spend, right? So this, this, is, what we're, this is what we're going to have to look forward to. So it's real, but we in it together and don't get crazy. You just have to keep your wits about you and be smart. And look, we are, and I say this as a black person who are a surviving people. We are people who are survivors. So that's why I don't get all crazy. All right. So I don't get all, seriously, that's why I don't get all crazy because 
uh, it's in my DNA, literally, that I'm accustomed to struggle due to, shit, Columbus still in the ocean blue since 1492, basically. Shit. Uh, you know, a little bit after that. So, you know, basically, like, the struggle is here. My people have struggled, and we have survived, and I'm still here to show it. So we will all survive. It will just be different. This really took a different turn. Well, damn, you know, I, it's, I'm, I've been talking such a long time by myself. I actually wanted to talk about some other shit, but... I feel like that's all I need to talk about. So stay woke. I don't even know what the title of this is going to be, but stay woke. I think keep your eyes open. I say watch your spending habits right now because, yes, we are, you know, you need to have food and whenever we're at home, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're hunkering down in our bunkers. But, you know, this will pass at some point, you know, once we get the testing under control you know, we'll get that stuff together. And then it's going to be like, okay, so what are these businesses going to do? What are these companies going to do? Right. And, you know, outside of this, think about like, if you guys are like, oh, when you don't understand, cause you work for like a big company or whatever, not fine. Um, say you're an Uber driver. People are not trying to be jumping in Ubers like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? First of all, if you're, if you're not going, a lot of their traffic, a lot of times it's to airports and stuff. They make good money from that. I've spoken to, listen, I'll be having conversations with my Uber drivers. Of course, they're going to be impacted. And they're not employees, by the way. They're contractors, right? They're, I, what's it? Uh, W9s, they are not employees of Uber or Lyft or whatever else car service they're out there. So, and people live off of this, like, you know, my non-friend Robert from 90 Day Fiance. So that's an impasse. You know, you don't have the money to pay the bills that you were anticipating because suddenly your income drastically decreased. Yeah. And look, let's be real. Everyone doesn't have a six month, a nine month, a, you know, a year plus of nest egg money. You know, that's not how that's not how the world is set up. That's not how America's set up. So that's that. You have um different, yeah, just anything else. People who are cleaning houses, you have a cleaning business, right? You do everybody don't want you housekeepers. Everybody don't want you in a house now. They don't want you in a house. Right. So so many people are impacted from the top to the bottom. And we really got to see how this this falls out because we haven't seen this level of, uh, I think, impact broadly across different echelons of societies consistently, you know, and it really is because of health issues. So it's, it, it's fascinating. So, you know, actually I'll close this out and I'll, I'll close this out by shouting out the people who are on the front lines who, you know, regardless of all the stuff have to be there. Right. So I'm going to shout out all my nurses and the doctors and the hospital staff, right. Because, that's the, that's the important part of this, why everyone's saying isolate and things like that, is that our hospitals and things of that nature can only support but so many people. So you want to get it under control so that we don't overburden the hospitals because that's what happened in Italy. And then you end up in a, a situation where, shit, we don't have enough beds, we don't have enough treatment, we don't have enough machines. And I'm, I'm, I'm basically playing Russian roulette saying who I can survive, who, who I can give to, who I can treat, and some of you just going to have to suffer and die. And we don't want to have that, right? So shout out to the people risking their lives to be on the, the front lines to take care of people. So shout out to the nurses, the CNAs, to, you know, the, the techs, everybody, you know, up and down who's really on the front lines helping out in these hard times, putting themselves at, at risk. The EMTs who are picking people up and doing that. You know, shout out to, I mean, I don't know what the police are doing, but shout out to y'all too. I'll shout y'all out. And, you know, really to people who do need to be on the front lines in a time of crisis like that, who are like this, 
who we depend on. And, you know, people aren't, you know, there have been different crises, right? But I think they've been contained in certain areas, right? So if we're talking about H1N1, y'all forgot about that, Zika, Ebola, um, swine flu, SARS, like they were kind of contained to different geographical areas, but this has just been making its way around the world, which is normal because we got planes, yo, you know, we got, you know, we have technology and people go from place to place. So it's normal in this day and age. And so we are in it together as a world and a world in international global economy. And so, you know, it's, it's normal, but, you know, shout out to the folks on the front lines and, you know, I say, right, watch your pockets, watch your spending. I know a lot of people are trying to take advantage of, discount sales right now on travel cash money too i'm telling you to spend a bit because the economy needs to go on but shit six months from now when you think you'll take that trip you may not have a job so i don't know so just be very conscientious right now about your health but also your spending habits because and i'm telling you i'm listen i'm features acquired to myself like i'm going to be doing the same because we we're going to need to you know definitely tighten our waists, uh, our belts, whatever that thing is going forward, because it's about, it's about to get really real, but you know, stay woke, stay entertained. You know, look, we're all going to be watching Netflix and shit. So I'm going to be live tweeting and, you know, about trash TV. Cause that's what I love to do. So find me on, you know, on Twitter at Gab with Gwen and till next time, peace.